Let's go. Let's go. Hey, mommy. Kid Cuddy with Symphonies, and this is the Unknown Empire Podcast 9.75. I read, or not read, I listened to Cody's podcast that he had to do for school, and uh, I got all nostalgic and decided that I would probably put some down, um, you know, just a little something to tell you guys I'm still alive, um, and I haven't abandoned the show, Uh, I've been kind of a piece of shit the last couple months, but I've, you know, circumstances it's all excuses anyway, so, um, as you know, this is a show that we talk about nerdy shit, uh, because we can, because we want to, and we hope somebody wants to listen to our opinion, um, I'm doing this, uh, to kind of try to wrap up season one, uh, we've decided we're gonna, we're gonna start season two, um, in June, and I'm swinging out to Boise, um, it's gonna be very exciting and very new, um, as you know, uh, we don't deal with spoilers here because you don't give a shit. Um, if you care about things that we care about, you've already read or watched or seen any of this shit um, before we're talking about it. And if not, then you can pause 
or not listen or whatever you want. Um, also, be warned that most of the shit that I say is not accurate because I don't look it up because I don't care that much. Um, I care as much as any other fan, uh, but not to the point that I'm going to endlessly research it. If it feels right, it feels right. If it doesn't, then you can call me wrong and we'll agree that I am wrong. Um, today I'm going to be using music, obviously, uh, not as a filler, but just kind of as an expression of what I'm listening to. Uh, I have not contacted any of these people to ask for their permission, um, nor will I. Uh, I like to think that they have better things to do than search the web for podcasts that nobody listens to and give them cease and desist orders. And if they do, it'd be great news. That means that somebody heard it. Um, so we're going to jump right in uh, to some movies that I've seen lately um, that I thought were good and worth talking about. Um, last thing I saw in theaters was The Losers, um, which is based on a Vertigo comic with Jock and Andy Diggle. It was fucking awesome. And the movie was fucking awesome. Um, I really, really, really liked it. And if you saw it and if you read the comic, you'll know that they actually got Jock to do a lot of art for the movie. So if you're a fan... You, when you see his art, you'll know it's it was something that they slid in there, you know, for the real hardcore fans. Like when they're doing the intros uh, to the characters in the beginning, it'll flash to you know their their comic care. And at the end, when they're doing the credits, it flashes to some art. Um, really, really, really good. Um, changes a bit of the story, obviously, but you're not gonna have a movie that doesn't. Um, but overall, I was really, really entertained by the movie. I really think everybody should check it out. And then once you do. If you liked it, you should really check out the comic, too. Buy it. Buy 15 of them if you can. Buy all of the fucking jock shit you can. So maybe then he'll draw more. Um, and that's never a bad thing. Um, the bitch in that movie, I don't remember her name. I think she was a chick from Avatar. They changed her a good bit. Um, in the movie, she's less scary as fuck. But uh, in the comic, she's just really scary. And in the movie, she's more like low-key and sexy. Really, really, really sexy. There's a sex scene in there that um, I really wanted to see more of her boobies in, but we didn't get um, any boobies at all. That's cool. It's not a big deal. Um, I really like Roke in the movie. I thought it was cool that they changed him um, to be a black dude, not because I thought he was a cool black dude, but the actor, Idris Elba, is a fucking great actor. Um, you've seen him in a whole bunch of shit, especially lately, but uh, mainstream, I think. Most of you identify him as the dude from The Office um, that came in and fucking, when corporate was trying to fuck with Michael, they sent this, the dude that really liked soccer and Jim hated him and everybody hated him. So if you watch The Office, you know who uh, Idris Elba is. Um, sexy black man extraordinaire. Um, what else? Um, I watched a movie, speaking of The Office, I watched a movie um, called Brief Interviews with Hideous Men. Um, it was written and directed by John Krasinski from The Office. Um, I didn't know he was doing this, but I found out, and uh, I was interested, and I checked it out, and it fucking blew me away. I mean, goddamn, did this movie blow me away. And it was just the whole thing from beginning to end. I thought it was going to be boring, um, but then when I really got down to it, it was just written so well. I guess it was based on a novel by a dude that died recently, but um, the movie was just stellar. It was all emotional. And it made me, like, when I, normally, when I know it's a good movie, is when afterwards I just kind of sit and stare for a while, you know how it affects you and you get that weird fuzzy feeling from a good music 
a good story. This movie gave me that. I, after I saw it, I watched it on my laptop, and after I saw it, I just sat in my room quietly for like 10, 15 minutes thinking about how well that movie was shot and how, how it made me feel. Just a couple segments in there. One with a, a older black dude talking about his dad, um, who was a, a bathroom attendant. Um, that that whole sequence, that whole scene is just charged with emotion. It made me feel like I really identified with what the guy was saying, even though my dad wasn't a bathroom attendant. But I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out. Oh, and like the peak of the movie. I, I think the peak, uh, John Krasinski comes out, he's been playing uh, the boyfriend of the main character, um, and the whole movie, it's kind of shot back and forth in time, but you can tell that something happened between the two of them. Well, he finally sits down and he has this monologue talking about what happened, and I'm not going to tell you everything that happened, but that part of the movie was, was it for me. When he started... He, his performance just pushes it over when he starts talking about what he did and why he did it it is so detailed and so perfect his the way he says it his performance was one of the best performances I've seen all year it really really affected me and touched me so I think you guys should check that shit out what else anyway that, movie, that was a great movie you should really check it out it really made me feel confident that good movies are being made still. Um, on the documentary side, uh, I just got around to watching a movie called American Movie, which uh, everyone seems to really, really like. I also really, really liked it. Uh, it's about a dude in, um, I don't even remember, I think it's Wisconsin. He's trying to make an independent movie, um, but he's just really, really, really bad at making movies. <laughs> uh, it, it's, I don't know, it seems like the point of the documentary is to point out how bad this guy is at life. Um, but in the end, he does finish his 30-minute film. Um, it doesn't go on to tell you if he sells them or if he ever makes any money off of it. But it's like a, a story about this guy who's dedicated most of his life to making a movie, even though the movies are so bad, but he never quits and he never stops trying. Um, You've got to watch this movie. I could watch it over and over and over and over again. The people in the movie are real. Like all of the like, and it, these people are so so obscene, like just crazy. It blows your mind that they're real people and that people really lived like this at ninety six, ninety seven. I think is when when this thing went down. It's just uh, mind blowing and amazing. But I like documentaries. A lot of people don't, um, and that's fair. Uh, documentaries can be boring to some people, especially if they're about things that they don't care about. Um, but I really enjoy it. Uh, documentaries, same as I, I enjoy non-fiction books, because um, I like to learn, because I'm a fucking nerd, I guess. Um, so, we're going to jump right uh, into comics next, but before we do, I think we should listen to some music before. Uh, I'm going to toss the tool with 46 and 2, one of my favorite songs, and we'll be right back with uh, some comic stuff.
damn, I love that song. Every single time I hear that song, it still makes me feel good. Um, comics, right? Everyone knows. Comics, comics, comics. What I try to focus on because it's my entire fucking life. Um, I'm committed to it. I read every title that I can every week, um, which is usually like between 15 and 20. I try to really stay current on what's going on because I love everything about it. I feel like I grew up on it. Um, when I was a kid, it was my main source of entertainment, uh, DC Comics mostly because that's what they had at the military exchanges because I was a military kid. But I really remember, uh, and if you remember these comics, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to fall in love instantly. Superboy, um, Young Justice, Teen Titans, those are my fucking, those are my jams. Those are my shits. Uh, especially Superboy because Superboy lived in Hawaii at the same time that I lived in Hawaii. And he had a sweet ass leather jacket and he had some kicking ass sunglasses. So I was just, I was instantly attracted to Superboy. Not in a se weird sexual way, but probably a little bit in a weird sexual way. Uh, I had circle glasses like he did because I wanted to be cool. So I got circle sunglasses like the Beatles would wear because that's what Superboy wore. Um, I never got the leather jacket, but I totally would have wore it if I had it. Um, but this week, um, some big shit happened. Uh, X-Men Utopia, uh, the Utopia tie-in X-Force 26 came out this week. And if you didn't read it, uh, you should have because... Uh, Almost everyone's favorite mutant dies. And if you know what I'm talking, you know what I'm talking about Nightcrawler, Kurt Elf, as he would be called, dies this week. Um, trying to save Hope, trying to get her back to Utopia because everybody's looking for her, everybody's chasing. Um, Cable decides to let Hope go with Rogue and Nightcrawler to try to get back to Utopia where she'll be safe because everyone is after the mutants right now everyone's trying to get them trying to trying to rub them off the earth because they're stinky and dirty um, it's a big move cable doesn't usually cable probably spent I don't know what in his reality time it was probably something like 17 18 years keeping this girl safe and then on Scott's word decides that he's gonna stay as bait and let and try to get hope back to Utopia um, which she does make it. Um, they get ambushed halfway through, um, and Nightcrawler sacrifices himself basically so that Hope can make it. Um, he gets her there, but once they get there, Scott, Emma are outside. Um, the rest, you know, the rest of the X Men pull up, and there's this, there's this really touching couple panels where um, it's Scott and Emma and Wolverine's walking off of a. Uh, walking off of the Blackbird, I guess, the new Blackbird, and they instantly know, they can tell by their faces that someone's dead, and they go, who? And uh, it just cuts to Scott's face, and then back to Wolverine, and he just looks down and says, Elf, and his claws pop. And it's like, fuck, because like, I don't think anybody loved Elf more than Wolverine did, because they're buddies, and it really sucks when your buddy dies. I'd rather anyone else have died than, than Nightcrawler. I have no doubts that he'll be back at some point, um, but it still kind of sucks that they had to do that for this shitty event. I'm kind of wore out on events. I don't know if you guys are wore out, but uh, events are kind of driving me crazy right now. Uh, Blackest Night just ended, just to turn into Brightest Day. Um, that's a big, you know, it just sucks your money away. Um, 
Utopia, right before that was Necrotia. Um, Marvel's full of events right now. They're going through uh, Siege, which is supposed to be the end of events, but then rolls right into Shadowland, which is going to be cool, I think. Um, but still, it's just like really event heavy for so long now. I'm just kind of tired of it. Tired of watching people die. Um, people that I care about. People like these people are real. You know, like <laughs> like I can't just go back and read uh, the last 20 years of fucking comics if I want to get a character fix. That's why I wasn't really freaked out when Bruce died, um, Bruce Wayne, uh, because I knew if I ever wanted Bruce, if I ever wanted a taste of a Bruce story, Bruce has been Batman for. Um, everyone's entire life so there's plenty of stories that even I still haven't read um, so if I really feel like I need a piece of Bruce I can just get it it's not super hard for me to do and uh, I'm a huge Robin fag so to have Dick take up the mantle has been uh, pretty great for me um, I feel like I won you know like I got what I wanted finally I wish Bruce didn't have to die for it happened but he's so stubborn he would never gave up the cape unless he was dead uh, but we'll get back to that later. Um, I want to talk about Green Lantern and Blackest Night. Now it's finally over. Um, I don't know if I can talk fully on it because I don't really understand everything that happened. Um, I understand most of it, uh, but I don't know if I get it. I don't know if it was as good as I wanted it to be, um, but it was fun. Uh, from an art standpoint, it was just a lot. You know, every splash page was just a lot. And I don't know if I like that in my comics anymore. Um, too much to look at on their big double page splashes with all the lantern, fucking all the different color lanterns all fighting, you know. It's just like a bit too much to focus on. Maybe I have comics ADD and I need a lot of flash, fast cuts, but it seemed like a lot for me to focus on. Um, otherwise, uh, Everything's everything's cool. We got Larflees out of it, the Orange Lantern, which I'm immediately in love with. We got Atrocitus, which I'm fucking in love with also. Um, I think I feel like those two should spend a lot of time together because they they, they complement each other. And I've heard that they're gonna both be on Earth soon, um, so I'm really excited about that because those two should be buddies. Like, I want them to do a buddy cop movie together. Um, we got Sinestro um, finally. Doing what he feels is the right thing and taking in, taking on the the white lantern entity, uh, which is apparently a big deal. I think it's a metaphor for God or the Creator. I don't understand. Big white bird, but all the all the lanterns, all the lights, all the spectrum have uh, entities now. So we have uh, we've always had parallax, the yellow entity. We've always had eye on the green entity, but now we have. Um, the red rage bull which was funny because when I saw the the red lantern insignia I thought it kinda looked like a bull and I'm really weirded out that they just went that and they went for a bull um, it's kinda cool looking I guess we have uh, the violet one I don't remember what it's called but it looks like a pink parallax I think it's called something with a V I don't know if I can care um, we have the hope bird uh, which is weird, but there's two birds. Maybe it's not a bird. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. Um, but the coolest one is the the orange snake, the avarice snake, and they gave it. They gave all these things like weird biblical, like tie-ins. Like these entities were born of the Bible. Like 
the orange the orange avarice snake was the snake from Eden. I think they showed when Rage was first introduced was Cain and Abel. I don't know. It was it was all very weird and drawn out. So I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm gonna need a while. It's like Morrison stories. Once you read it, you need a while to take it in and figure what the fuck figure out what the fuck is going on. Hit the hit the forums for someone else to try to explain it to you. But I like that all the entities are out there. Uh, I don't think we ever got an orange lantern oath like we were supposed to. I think Jeff Johns told us we were going to get one. I don't know that we ever got one besides mine. Mine! That was cool. They turned uh, they turned Lex Luthor into an orange lantern, which was fucking dope as shit. They turned uh, Scarecrow from Batman into a yellow lantern, which was fucking natural. Uh, and his costume was awesome, and I wish he would have stayed that way. I'd like to see how that's going to affect him his memory of that of that power with fear uh, I like to see how that's going to affect him in the future I hope they touch back on that um, but in the end I feel like Sinestro is really done an in injustice I'm a big Sinestro fan I feel like if you were to have if there was one thing that would push everyone in the world to do anything it's fear like in all seriousness I feel like we all only live because of fear I feel like fear motivates us to do everything that we do. So, I feel like kind of identify more with Sinestro than even Hal or Kyle. You know, because willpower I don't have. But fear, I can understand, because I'm very fucking afraid. And I, I've seen it be used every day. Everyone in power uses fear to keep it. So it makes more sense. Um, but when Sinestro took on the white light, and then the white light left him, and fucking of course went to Hal, uh, that kind of that kind of pissed me off. I'm not I'm not down with Hal anymore. For a while I was after he came back with Rebirth, I was kind of into it, but I'm not feeling it anymore. Fuck you, Hal. Fuck you and your hackneyed bullshit. And also fuck Barry Allen. Um, I like him as an idea, but in practice, I'm not so into him. And Hal and Barry can both just fly up into space and fuck themselves. This is a new era. It's a new time. We need to be focusing on new heroes. Legacy heroes. Not these old Silver Age fucking assholes that Jeff Johns is in love with. I love you, Jeff Johns, but I really think that sometimes you focus too much on the past. Because I know you can be writing good stories for new people. I wish you didn't hate Kyle fucking Rayner so we could have um, him be more active on Earth. I wish you didn't hate Wally West and get his fucking book cancelled. We don't have any Wally. He just happens to show up in other people's books, but as a Teen Titans guy, when he was Kid Flash, um, he was the best. And when he was the Flash, he was the best. And I still feel like he's the best Flash. Plus, he's got the best Flash costume. But I think I'm ranting on. Um, we've covered everything I think I wanted to cover. Uh, Red Robin is closing up next week. Um, not I don't think the book's over, but Kyle Yost's run is over. And the the arcs are all, I think, going to be concluding. Uh, it's going to be the big fight with Raj Al Ghul. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. I always read it. But it's going to be the big fight with Ross, Raish, whatever you call it. Um, everything's going to be, and we're going to get a big uh, Bruce reveal. Um, we're going to get some clues next week. So look, look for that. Um, so I guess right now I'm going to toss to another song, and then I want to come back and talk about uh, Dick Grayson. Uh, for a minute. So let's do that.
cars already are Drawing deep breaths past my door And last night's phrases sick with lack of bases Are still writhing on my floor And it doesn't seem fair That your wicked words should work And holding me down doesn't seem right to take information given at close range for the gag and the bind and the ammunition round. Conversation once colored by esteem became dialogue as a diagram of a play for blood. Took a vacation, my palate got clean. Now I could taste your agenda while you're spitting your cut. And it doesn't make sense I should fall for the kingcraft of a meritless crown But it doesn't seem right To take information given at close range For the gag and the bind and the ammunition round Not about love Cause I'm not in love In fact I can Stop Falling This is not about love Cause I'm not in love In fact I can Stop Falling out I miss that stupid Not about love Cause I'm not in love In fact I can Stop Falling off. This is not about love Cause I'm not in love In fact I can Stop Fiona Apple with Not About Love. Um, if you go to funnyordie.com, she actually did a video for that song with Zach Galifianakis, um, who is my personal favorite stand-up. Um, if you don't know who Zach Galifianakis is, uh, you should. I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, he's very popular. Um, he just did Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago. Uh, he was popular a couple years ago. He had a late night show that got canceled, but he's the funniest man on the planet. And, uh, 
I really enjoy seeing him. I wish I could see him live. Um, I wanted to talk about Dick Grayson, um, but first I forgot to talk about Siege. So I'm going to just do a couple minutes on Siege. Uh, Norman is falling. We're all really excited about that. But um, how long has it taken for for this to happen? Uh, too long, if you ask me. Really, Siege is just, just being drawn out. Um, it's probably been a month, two months since um, I was excited about it. I still read it, but begrudgingly, because I want it to be over. You know, I want to see it happen. I feel like if they would have pushed this faster, they would have gotten better results. Uh, I think a lot of people feel that way too. But uh, my favorite thing about Siege, I'm just going to throw this out real quick. Uh, I think it was Siege 2 or Siege 3. Um, when Norman's fighting and uh, I don't know who blasts him, but somebody blasts him in the face and his armor comes off and he's he has painted his face to look like the Green Goblin underneath and he just he does this weird backspin towards the camera of the shot or whatever and he's it, he's got it painted on his face and it's like every, and right in front of the media everyone sees what kind of fucking freak Norman Osborn is still um, and then right after that uh, Spider-Man punches him in the fucking jaw so that's my favorite thing about Siege so far everything else has been cool but that little segment there was my favorite thing about Siege um, which isn't even that great of a little thing so I'm waiting for big things to happen, but it feels really drawn out with all these tie-ins. So I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, Dick Grayson, Batman, uh, an overview. Um, as everyone should know, um, I'm the biggest fan of Robin as a character I feel that I've ever met. Uh, everyone I talk to feels like Robin's gay and he's not needed. And, uh... I don't think that's true. I think that Batman needs a Robin way more than Robin needs a Batman. Um, Batman's a dark, uh, not not a nice guy, generally. And I think Robin helps him um, be grounded and care for others, um, more like like a like a father, but a begrudging father. Um, with Dick Grayson taking over the Bat mantle. Um, you can see that it's, it's fucking him up. That's that was not. It's not very elegant. You can see that it's affecting him badly. Um, Dick wants to be tougher. He wants to fight tougher. He wants to fight more efficiently, like the Bat would. He wants to be a good Batman. But everyone in, in the DC universe knows that Dick Grayson is kind and a nice guy and. Uh, a lover, as many of the ladies will know, uh, he's fucked almost everyone. Um, but he's a nice guy, and he's about teamwork. He's been on a team his entire career. He's been on one team or another. And now he's on the Justice League, um, and he's struggling to fill Bat's shoes as a leader um, of the league. But I just don't. I don't know. I don't know where this is going. I like it, but I feel like no one else does. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, still, after all of my fucking rambling, um, I really would like you to write me uh, on the website or at my email, thelastimperial dot ho at hotmail.com or thelastimperial at uh, unknownempire.com and let me know how you feel because I'm on the fence about it. I really want people to enjoy Dick Bat. Um, 
it means a lot to me, and I feel like the stories are really being well written. Uh, Morrison is 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 knocking it out of the park, and I don't enjoy everything Morrison does, but when he does it well, he really, really, really does it well, and I think everyone knows that by now. So if you could write me and tell me what you think about Dick Grayson as Batman, I'd appreciate it, and I'll give you a shout out on the show. Um, so what's next? Uh, I want to talk about the future. Uh, things that are coming up. Um, I know you've been listening to just my voice only ramble on for a long time now. You're probably getting bored. Um, I'm sorry. This is not easy to do uh, without Cody. Um, I miss you, buddy. And I really wish you were here and we could do this together. Um, but some things I'm looking forward to other than season two of the podcast. Um, obviously, Iron Man 2 coming out next week is going to be fresh as shit. I'm kind of pissed off that uh, it's already out everywhere else in the world, internationally. Um, last week, we can't watch it for some reason, because in America they don't want us to see it. But that's going to be awesome. Uh, Shadowland, the new event with Daredevil, because he's the leader of the hand. I think that's going to be awesome. I've been seeing some solicits and some uh, preview shots for it are going to be really great. Um, Return of Bruce Wayne is coming up faster and faster and faster every time um, so I'm interested in seeing all of his uh, time bouncing I know uh, we're going to see some Booster Gold and some Rip Hunter through there so that's going to be cool um, but ultimately what I'm looking forward to is kicking off the podcast again, bringing the band back together getting season 2 going uh, I really think you're going to like it um, we're going to have some new segments we're going to have some new music uh, we're going to have maybe some guests. Um, overall, I think the first show, maybe two shows, uh, are going to be uh, a lot of talking about what's been going on, what's the mystery, why are, why have we been gone for so long. Um, a lot of truths are going to be revealed, I hope, um, as to what's been deal. So I hope you can tune in and listen to that. Um, Thanks for your support. If you go to iTunes, leave us a comment. That'd be great. Uh, if you hit up the website, leave us a comment. That'd be great. There's a lot of good stuff on there from some of Cody's friends. Um, so we really appreciate doing this and really appreciate you guys listening to us. So um, that being said, this has been uh, Unknown Empire Podcast. And I'm going to throw now in true nerd fashion to Jim's Big Ego with The Flash, The Ballad of Barry Allen. Thanks, you guys. God, that was the worst podcast ever. I should just kill myself. Oh, and a quick shout out to Darius. Uh, if you're listening to this, you better get your ass back in the fucking lab and start working on tracks, son. Wait. I've got time to think about the beauty of a thousand variations Of the beating of a wing of a hummingbird Suspended in the aspect of the world Moving slower than molasses As I'm off to catch the girl Who's falling off the bridge And I'm there before she knows it I'll be gone before she sees me Got my hand around her waist I pull it back to safety By the time she knows what's happened There'll be someone else who needs me Cause time keeps dragging on And on And on And on 
got time to think about my past as I dodge between the bullets. And my life was so exciting before I got this way. And how long ago it was now I never can explain by the clock that's on the tower or the one that's in my brain. And I'm there before you know it. I'll be gone before you see me. And I'd like to get to know you, but you're talking much too slowly. And I know you want to thank me, but I never stick around. Cause time keeps dragging on and on and on. And you say that time goes rushing by. It seems so slow to me. And you see a blurry round you fly. But it takes too long. It seems so slow to me. Never gone into my lab to experiment that night Before lightning flashed around me and time changed speed Now I gotta try to be so patient until calamity will strike Because when things change in an instant, it's almost fast enough for me And I'll be there before you know it, I'll be gone before you see me Do you think you can imagine anything so lonely? And I know you'd really like me, but I never stick around Cause time keeps dragging And on, and on, and on, and on, and you say. 